Hi everyone and welcome to Avid Travel with Britain Frost. I of course am your host Britain Frost and today we're going to be talking about packing tips for women. So stay tuned, we'll get to that in just a second. But before we get to that, I do want to talk about a little bit of cruise news and today is different because we are talking about water levels. Um, water levels were pretty normal from about October until now. Um, of course, last year we saw record low water levels and uh, there was a lot of trouble with the water last year. A lot of cruises were canceled. People were having to be bussed um, and each cruise line handled it differently. But of course, a lot of people know that that was a big topic in the river cruise industry. And I mean, it continues to be because people are still worried that their cruises are going to get canceled. Um, but right now we're seeing the opposite issue. So water levels are high and cruises are being canceled due to um, waters being too high. Uh, you know, when the water is too high, some bridges aren't able to be crossed underneath. You know, there are just multiple um, issues. But we heard from some of our readers, um, one wrote that their Viking cruise embarking, uh, embarkation on May 20th in Budapest may be delayed due to high water. Um, so he was looking for someone who may have done that cruise recently, but... So as far as water levels go, you can always keep up to date with the most recent information over on Avid Cruiser uh, under the water levels tab. There's an ongoing discussion in the comments. And then there is also, um, we do a update in our newsletter every week. So if you have anything to add, feel free to either contact us directly or to go to the water levels tab on the website. Um, and either way, we will receive your comments on those situations. So other than that, we have uh, Alma Waterways who has announced their loyalty appreciation month. That will be November. And there are a few little special events that they're going to do for people who have cruised with them before. And then also um, there are a couple of incentives, including free airfare, um, also reduced single supplements and more. Um, you can read more about that over on the blog over at River Cruise Advisor. And then we also have Scenic who has renovated eight of their ships. Um, and you can read more about that on the blog over there as well. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get into our packing tips. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about packing tips. Um, I know I already said that, but I think that this is a really important uh, thing to talk about because a lot of the times, especially if you've never been on a river cruise, you often don't really know what all you're going to need. And uh, that information and that advice is going to vary depending on who you ask. For me, I personally like to dress up a little bit more um, than some people might. Um, a lot of comments that I got said that, you know, it was, you're not really there to impress anyone, so it doesn't matter what you look like, just kind of pack what's practical. And I agree to some extent, but I also don't like to be the odd one out. So if a lot of people are dressed up one night and I only brought, you know, a pair of very casual pants and maybe a casual blouse, um, I might not feel 
the best or like I fit in, um, which I, I mean, that's, again, kind of just personal preference. But uh, Ralph wrote an article about packing tips last year. And one of the complaints, maybe not complaints, but suggestions was that we didn't have a packing article for women. So I'm going to go through a few of the tips that Ralph um, recommended because our beliefs are a little bit opposing in a lot of ways. So he does have some good tips on just general things to bring along with you. But as far as clothing goes, we're going to uh, mostly look at women's clothing. So uh, Ralph, his main advice, he says, if there's one lesson that he has learned in four decades of traveling, it is to pack less. Now, when we get into my side of things, you're going to realize that that is not necessarily the way that I think. Um, but that was a lot of what I heard from the readers because I did a survey about your best packing tips. And a lot of you said, you know, pack less, pack as little as possible. And I mean, if you can do that, that is so great for you. I, uh, I tend to pack fairly heavy, but my philosophy on it, as I said, I'll elaborate more in a minute is kind of, you know, as long as you're not going over your baggage allowance, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I don't really mind having to put extra clothes away when I get home or having to put extra clothes away on the ship. There's always plenty of space. Um, and so I don't really always believe in the less is more approach, but, but more on that in a second. So Ralph, uh, kind of breaks this down into his own advice and then advice from some of the readers. Now, he says that the best way to travel is to get all of your clothing into a carry-on. Um, he says, if you're going to consider this route, be sure to get an international carry-on and not a domestic carry-on. Um, the domestic carry-on is a little bit longer and may not be allowed on European airlines. So go to a little bit um, smaller bag. And then also he says to look at the two-wheeled version instead of the spinner version. I do kind of agree with this. So if you have a carry-on, use the two-wheel um, instead of the one that kind of wheels upright. I He says this because the um, capacity of the two-wheeled one is a little bit bigger, but my philosophy is that when I am traveling, when I'm having to walk through an airport and get onto a bus to get to a ship, I travel alone. I do not want to have to wheel a suitcase behind me and one in front of me. If I can just wheel them both to the sides and have the four wheels on the bottom, that just provides so much convenience for me um, that I don't mind sacrificing a little bit of space. But of course, if you're putting all of your clothes, you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna get the larger, the one that has the most capacity. Um, so that's kind of his, he takes a carry on in a backpack. And then if he's going on a longer cruise, he takes a, um, check, a check bag as well. Now, what I'll say is that no matter what sailing I'm doing, unless it's like a two day, which, you know, you as a traveler probably wouldn't be doing, I always take a checked bag. Um, because most of the time a checked bag is included, um, at least, you know, when I'm traveling and 
as long as I'm not spending any more money, I don't really see a reason to um, take less. But, you know, if you're traveling and it's going to cost you, you know, $30 for your bag, um, that might change your tune. It probably wouldn't change mine, but it might change yours. So just keep in mind, you know, where you're going, how much you're going to have to pay for that extra bag and, um, you know, how long you're going to be gone. Because if you, you know, it's, it's harder for us to give advice because we travel with a lot of equipment. Um, but recently I have just been taking my cell phone as a camera and that has saved me so much space not to have to take my camera with me. Um, you know, cell, a cell phone just goes in a pocket when you're on a flight. So that really does save a lot of room. And, um, if you're not taking equipment, you can generally fit all of your clothes in that carry on and then all of your kind of extras in a backpack. So, um, something to consider now, Ralph also says that on most river cruises, no formal wear is needed. And he says, think casual, thin layers and only a few pair of shoes. So he says not to bring any formal shoes. I disagree with this. Um, but he says to bring a pair of comfortable walking shoes, maybe a sandal. Um, and then if you must take an additional pair of dress shoes. Now for me, I always say take one dressy outfit, even if the cruise that you're going on is not dressy. If you do an overnight, you may decide to go to a restaurant. Um, as I said, you know, if there's specialty dining on board, you might, uh, you might need a nicer outfit or, you know, as I said earlier, just to kind of keep up with everyone around you, if that matters to you. Um, and Ralph uses these convertible pants that zip off into shorts when he travels, just because it kind of gives you like a two for one. So you get the pant and the short. Um, for me, I do not wear shorts. So that is not really something that I would recommend. Um, but I did have a few comments that said that as well. So if you are someone who wears shorts or, you know, if you think that like, being active, you may need to uh, unzip, so to speak, um, definitely use that as an option. And I'm going to link the story that I wrote because I do have links to some of the clothing items that I'm talking about. Um, but just in that same vein, kind of using clothing that has multi-purpose. And again, we'll get more to that in a second. Um, and then Ralph also says to use your phone for camera, which I definitely agree with. He says to bring a water bottle. Um, I don't know that I would, I necessarily think that that's important. Water bottles can take up a lot of space. And also a lot of times on ships, you're getting bottled water and you, I don't know. I don't, want to drink the water from my stateroom. Um, some people do, but we do see that a lot of people are adding kind of like water stations. So once that happens and, uh, the single use plastic is trying to be reduced with those water bottles, then I would say, you know, if there is an option to fill up a bottle, yes, by all means take one. Um, but you might not use it on board. So, uh, that it would be my only reason to tell you not to take one. Um, and then, you know, Ralph also has a, a few tips from his readers. So uh, this one, remember the three C's of travel. Don't compare, don't compute, and don't complain. Then somebody also says, it takes up no space in your luggage, but your most important item is your smile. So uh, pack less, bring more cash, pack old clothes. Um, and, you know, I... I I can see that some people, this really works. No one will remember what you wore yesterday. Um, 
do as, you know, pack as little as possible. I think that for some people that really does work. But when we get into, you know, kind of the the women side of things, it might, um, you might realize that that's not always uh, feasible for everyone. So as far as my story went, I kind of talked talked about how, as I said, I, I don't really like the less is more approach, but I do really like the kind of mix and match of versatile clothing items um, method. So instead of saying I'm going to pack one shirt and one pair of pants, because I'm trying to save space, I'm going to say, okay, well, I'm going to pack one pair of pants and three lightweight shirts that can be used in different ways. So instead of saying, I'm going to pack this outfit for this day, I'm going to say, well, I'm going to pack one pair of jeans, one pair of slacks, and I'm going to pack six button downs for an eight day cruise. So the reason that I like button down so much, and I had a lot of other people write in about tunics as well, same principle. Um, they are, they are so versatile. So if I'm wearing a button down during the day with a pair of jeans while I'm on my tour, that is casual. It's comfortable. I can wear it with sneakers and it still looks cute. And then at night I can put on a dress shoe, which only take one pair of dress shoes. There is no reason to take more than one pair of dress shoes. And I can put on a pair of slacks and then it's a dressy outfit. So I really like to look at those kind of day to nighttime um, transformational looks almost. Um, And, you know, if I'm if I'm going for casual look, I can roll up my sleeves. I can, as I said, wear sneakers. um, But at night I can roll down the sleeves and dress it up. So a lot of readers wrote to me about taking outfits that can be mixed and matched. One person wrote that they have a closet of just black and white travel clothes that can all be mixed and matched. So I think that's a great idea to just kind of have this inventory of things that all go together. I know that all of my clothes go together because I just pull a shirt and pull a pair of pants every day. Um, And then somebody says, you know, that woman also says that she may throw in a scarf to kind of change up um, the look a little bit. And then another wrote that um, to simplify, and she says, I pick a color scheme so that I can mix, mix, match, and minimize what I need to take. So exactly, once you kind of stick to one idea, you can um, kind of pick and choose. And and me saying to that, you know, packing less is not the way, that doesn't mean don't pack smart. That doesn't mean pack 10 pairs of pants, because in my daily life, I do not wear a different pair of pants every single day. I will rewear re a pair of jeans a couple of times, um, maybe a pair of slacks, you know, twice. And as long as your clothes aren't getting dirty, if you're just wearing them to dinner, there's no reason to not use them for a couple of days. Um, but as I said, you know, filling up your suitcase really isn't going to harm you in any way unless you're going over a weight limit or have to pay extra for a bag. But as far as like space in your stateroom, a couple of shirts is really not going to make a difference. Um, but if you are looking to save space in your luggage, many people recommended packing cubes. Now, this is not something that I use because, as I said, I wear button downs and I fold them in a very certain way so that the collar doesn't get messed up because I hate ironing. So, and also like ironing is not something that you want to do on vacation. Um, 
But, you know, one of the readers pointed out that packing cubes are not only a good way to save space, but also to help you organize. So if you put all of your blouses in one cube, all of your pants in one cube, all of your underwear in one cube, all of your socks in one cube, then you kind of can just pull it out and put it away. And then it also makes it easier when you get home because you're just putting away, you know, things that are already sorted. Um, and so that can help save space, but it can also help with organization. And then another space saving option that almost everyone said to me was to roll your clothes instead of folding them. Now, as someone who has tried both methods, I personally do not see that much of a difference, but so many people wrote this and so many people do see a difference. I think that I were, you know, as I've said, because I wear button downs, they can get a little bit bulky when they're when they're rolled. So it doesn't really make a difference. But you know, if you're rolling t shirts or blouses, or, you know, especially as I said, tunics, like some people um, recommended when those materials are really thin, they can um, condense very easily and, and be smaller. And then you can also uh, place some of those rolled items into the spaces in your shoes. So if you have socks, t-shirts, underwear, um, that you roll up, you can kind of stuff them into your shoes to maximize your space. Um, as I said, Ralph states that you might not need formal items, but I always advise people to pack, I say in my article, at least two formal outfits. Um, but really I think you would be okay with one, um, I will tell you about my formal option in a second, which I only need one. But if you're going to be wearing a dress, I would say to bring two dresses, um, just because in case something happens to one, you do want to have another option. Each cruise line varies in dress in dress code, but it's always nice to have a few dress up options, you know, just in case. Um, though many readers wrote that you're not dressing to impress, I am not someone who likes to feel underdressed, as I said earlier. Um, so I tend to take a suit with me. I don't really wear a lot of dresses. And I personally like taking suits because I'm usually able to get between three and four outfits out of this suit by using the full suit one night. So, you know, the suit and a blouse for a formal night and maybe a pair of heels. And then the next night I might wear the suit pants with a button down. So, you know, just use them as a pair of slacks. And then I would wear like the suit jacket or blazer with a pair of jeans or slacks for another night. And then like one thing that I really got complimented on last time that I cruised was that I wore a suit and tucked a t-shirt into it with a pair of heels. And it wasn't super casual because I had the suit on, but I just used a t-shirt that was really easy to pack and it transform the look. So just, you, you know, learning how to use those single items for multi use is definitely the best packing tip that I can give you. Now, if you're wearing dresses, I would say that, you know, you should bring two just in case you want to kind of change it up a little bit. But lightweight dresses are really easy to find. And there are a lot of dresses, you know, especially like cotton dresses or polyester that can be dressed up or dressed down depending on, on what you wear with them. And that brings me to another tip from a lot of our readers. Um, everyone, you know, a lot of people wrote to uh, bring scarves and pashminas. And that's a very easy way to just dress up your dress is just to wrap a pashmina on and wear a pair of nice shoes. And it's pashminas are not only 
a nice way to kind of bring your outfit together but they're also super practical because after dinner you know if you want to go up on the sun deck or out on your balcony you can just wrap that around you um because it can get kind of chilly um and pashminas are great because they are so lightweight and if you you know that would be one thing that i would roll um they, they're so light, they take up hardly any space, and they can double as scarves during the day. Um, so yeah, that I definitely see that being super useful. Um, but the last piece of advice that I have before getting to some more suggestions from the readers is that, and this, I, this is literally the most important piece of advice that I can give, please pack extra outfits in your carry-on. So what I tend to do is I pack my carry-on as if it were my suitcase. So I take my rolling carry-on with, you know, two to three pairs of pants and probably three to four shirts, my toothbrush, my skincare, my shampoo. No, well, no, I don't take shampoo, but you know, any sort of other toiletries and makeup and, um, everything like that. And then I put that all in that rolling carry on and then anything like books or computers, laptops, um, iPads, I put into a backpack. So keep in mind that, you know, you, your backpack can be your personal item and your carry on suitcase can be your carry on. And then if I want to take a purse, which I'm not really a purse person, um, I can just shove that into my carry on, you know, take everything out and just lay it flat so that I'll have it for the trip if I want it. Um, but the backpack is way more practical than taking a purse in my opinion. Um, so yes, pack your carry on rolling carry on like you would pack a suitcase because I am the type of person who for some reason, no matter how long my layover is, no matter what happened, my luggage gets lost probably 90% of the time. And when I was 17, I was on a river cruise with Ralph um, in Germany and the we were at the Copenhagen airport and the belts broke. And um, my suitcase not only had to get to me, get onto a plane and get to me, but it also had to follow me down a river. And by the time I actually got it, it was not my suitcase. So I had to send that one back and get them to send mine. And I didn't have my suitcase for upward of, you know, seven days. So I ended up having to go out and shop, even though I had a couple of outfits, um, because it was a New Year's cruise and I needed formal options. So just pack as if your luggage is going to be lost is my biggest word of advice. Now, a lot of people may say, if you're going to do that, why take the suitcase with you? Great point. I mean, if you are someone who can make that little amount of uh, clothing work, then that's great for you. But I honestly feel like if I just packed a car- a rolling carry-on, even if my luggage were to be lost and I had enough, I would probably have to go out and buy more clothes anyway, because anyway, that's just how I am. Um, but another way to kind of avoid the situation in general, which a lot of people say is just to arrive a day early because then your luggage isn't having to chase you down a river. Um, now I want to talk a little bit about my backpack as well. So as I said, I have kind of completely stopped carrying any equipment with me. I take a couple of microphones that are very small, my phone And that is pretty much it. I might take a GoPro, which is a great little video camera, um, and it takes up virtually no room. So 
you know, just kind of look for smaller options like that if you are trying to take pictures. Now, obviously, um, if you're working or, you know, trying to get stellar photography, take a camera with you in your bag. Uh, just a lot room for that. Um, but I kind of just keep it really minimal. Um, the one thing that takes up the most room for me, though, is books. And, you know, there were a lot of people who said, my Kindle, my Nook, my iPad, that that's that's what I need so I can read. And I am just the person who cannot transfer over to an e-reader. I do not like them. It is so hard for me to concentrate. I have to have a book in front of me. Um, but I tend to look to older books that have been out for a while that have come out in the mass market editions, which are the really tall, thin ones, um, just because two of those take up about the same amount as one book and uh, they're also cheaper, so that's good as well. Um, but an e-reader is obviously a great way to save space and take some of the strain off of your shoulders. Um, but also, if you're not, if you kind of just like to read and you don't really care what you're going to read, a lot of ships have libraries on board where you can find books um, as well. So. I mean, keep that in mind too. Um, but I, I'm not the type of person who can sacrifice book space because I just, I read probably two to three books every time I go on a cruise. Uh, I just sit on the top deck and, and read till my heart is content. <laughs> um, now onto a few more specific suggestions from readers. As I said, a lot of these um, links a lot of these are linked out, so I will post the article. But one reader recommends these, um, I might pr mispronounce the name, Kiki Soul tunics. Um, and she says they are lightweight cotton and wash out and drip dry with few wrinkles because the cotton is such high quality. And she also says that she sleeps in one, uses one as a cover up, and then also uses them, you know, for various other things just as part of an outfit. They can be dressed up. Um, I looked at these tunics and they're really cute and they're, they look very lightweight and they're also, um, very affordable. So check out that link in the description. Now we're not affiliated with this brand in any way, clearly, but, um, I don't know. I think the tunics are a great idea because they can be dressed up or down. And I also liked that she mentioned, you know, kind of using them for various things like cover-ups as well. Um, then we also have, yeah, exactly. The convertible pants with the, um, shorts and our favorites I linked in the description. Those are the cool ones, K-U-H-L. And, um, you know, a lot of people like having those for travel. They have good pocket space. Um, they're good for active excursions and, um, could be useful. Now, someone else says, make sure to bring sweaters for layering and something fairly waterproof. The temperatures are always lower when you're on the water, no matter what time of year. And she says, I have found that cashmere and cashmere blends are perfect for traveling because they are warm, comfortable, and aren't as bulky as other sweaters. Um, I agree. Sweaters are important. What I usually tend to do is take a very, I take a windbreaker, um, because I can just kind of tuck that into my backpack or tie it around my waist when I'm going through the airport. Um, and then I take maybe a hoodie or a sweater of some sort. Um, 
There are also very lightweight winter down jackets that can be found um, through a company called Uniqlo, which I have linked in the description, but they are very compact, super lightweight, and very warm. Um, my whole family wears them in the winter, and they're relatively inexpensive, so um, that would definitely be one of my tips for you if you're planning on traveling Europe in the winter. Um, and then somebody else writes, yeah, I, there were a lot of people who said to bring umbrellas, which I think is not a great suggestion. Um, it may be if you're doing like a tour by yourself, but one reader writes, umbrellas are mostly useless and take up too much space. You can buy your way out of a jam. And I totally agree. If you absolutely need an umbrella, you can buy one. But at the same time, most cruise lines have umbrellas on board. So I don't see a need to bring one. But if you do, you know, obviously they make those really tall, collap um, those really small collapsible umbrellas. So take the smallest one possible. But I would say just skip it and take one from the cruise if you if it comes down to it or as this woman writes buy one ashore um and then lastly although this is specific uh there was one woman who has a c a cpap machine and um she says that many people who use them don't realize that you can carry them on a plane as medical equipment and it doesn't count against your carry-on limit so um just keep in mind that if you do have any sort of medical equipment that you need it does not need to be checked um you can carry it on with your carry-ons um so my final advice is, you know, as I've said, don't really worry about the amount that you pack unless you just want to challenge yourself or try to take as little as possible. Um, always remember that, you know, you clearly don't mean as you don't need as much as you think that you're going to ever. But as long as you're not going over your bag limit or weight limit, you should be okay. Um but yeah, that, that kind of goes against Ralph's initial advice to pack less. But, you know, in, use, in using some of the tips that you learned in this article, you may be able to save yourself a bit of time packing and also space. So you may find that, you know, kind of using these methods may not help you pack less, but it will help you pack smarter. And that's the goal. Thank you so much for joining me today on Avid Travel with Britain Frost. I hope that you all have a great week and I will see you next time. Bye.